what is up everybody you are listening to another sipping royalty minisode the sussex royal tour edition y'all so today was a busy day really packed i want to get into all of it real quick it's going to be even faster than the last episode uh, because i have learned my lesson i have I have to edit. This is not a full episode. It is a mini-sode. I'm going to, this is going to be mini. No, well, not if I keep talking like this right now. So um, let me keep pushing forward. Oh, <laughs> I can never stop talking. Who knew I was such a, a freaking chatterbox? Anyway, um, before I get into all of the good tour stuff, you need to subscribe to the podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, because I know the kids love Spotify. Um, so yeah, go to, or, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. I personally use Apple Podcasts. I'm, I'm looking for something else because that is not the place to be right now. But if that is all you have, then, you know, we got to work with what we got, people. Anyway, so yeah, go to wherever you get your podcasts click on that subscribe button, leave me a five-star review and, you know, keep following the tour with me. You can also follow me on the socials. I am on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at Sipping Royalty. And I was, you know, my busy, I had busy Twitter fingers today trying to keep up with everything they were doing. So um, yeah, follow me on the socials and let's do this. Let's get into this uh tour recap we were day two in southern africa um well we're actually in south africa right now cape town that um our faves are and so the day started early in the morning well early in the morning for me um it was like five o'clock in the morning i woke my alarm went off and i was like an hour late for for everything that happened so the first stop the um harry and megan went to Monwabisi beach to visit um ways for change and the lunchbox fund um ways for change is a an organization that combines surfing with evidence-based mind and body therapy to provide um mental health service to uh services to kids living in um challenging communities so the kids around there, they go, they surf, they talk about, um, they get therapy, they learn how to surf. And it's, you know, it's a really nice thing. And um, I like to see that they they have evidence-based uh, mental health uh, and body therapy going on because a lot of places they do, you know, it, it's like... You, it's like stuff that makes you feel good but it's not really based in anything except that it's something that sounds nice and will make people feel good will make people think that they're doing something good and this like it's actual real life therapy and they're you know they're learning a skill they're learning how to surf and swim and all that and it's like it's a cool thing um so Harry and Megan joined um, surf mentors for a kilo chant and a call and response exercise to share their strengths. And they do something else called power hands. It was, (laughs) it's really nice. You should go watch the video. They, they're another day of dancing for the Sussexes. Um, So yeah, they're moving their bodies in there. Um, Megan seems to be a little bit embarrassed about (laughs) the dancing day. Like yesterday, she was like into it today. She was like looking around like, yeah, I don't know if I'm like right for this. They because the the surfers they have sort of this 
more of a like choreographed dancing thing that they do so maybe megan wasn't into it but it was really cute her and harry were doing it though um so they do um a call and the call and response uh exercise to share the strength is something they took part in too and you know megan was told that her dancing um her dancing um her dancing and participating in this uh in this exercise was her strength and she was like no that's not my strength um you know she sort of laughed it off like no my dancing was not my strength today and um but she did say that her strength um she and harry had a new strength which was being new parents they're developing their skills as parents oh this was such a we didn't see it get to see archie today but it was such a an archie uh like mention archie all day everybody asking about archie all day and i mean i guess that's no different than any other time except you know usually they only had they're only at one place so there's one person asking about archie it's like every stop they made there was you know, somebody asking about Archie, you know, what's Archie doing? Like we're like, he's four months old people. He's probably sleeping or eating. He doesn't do a whole lot of guessing. Um, you know, I've never had kids. So maybe four month olds like do a, a ton. Maybe it's like a toys thing. Like when the adults walk out of the room, Archie is like sitting there with his, uh, with like a, um, a pipe or something like that. That was my, um, <laughs> that was my head cannon when I saw, uh, what's his name? Prince Louis. That picture that Prince Louis that they took, the Cambridges took, um, I believe it was like their it was their Christmas card, I think, but they took that family picture and Prince Louis was like sitting there in Kate's arm and he has like this really like wry look on his face and I'm like, that is an adult right there. He when they got finished taking that picture, he said, Get me my fucking slippers and <laughs> put me down and get me my fucking slippers. Like that was my <laughs> that was what uh went through my head. Um, I'm not well, you guys. Anyway, so they, um, they, they're really disgustingly cute, these two, <laughs> like all day. Um, they, like, they've been, they were calling each other the best mom and dad, um, or the best mom and dad, um, for all of my British listeners. See, I can be respectful. Um, um, so yeah, they called each other the best mom and dad. And so it was so sweet. It's so, it's really disgusting. I hate them. Um, so they also, they went to the lunchbox fun after that. Um, they didn't spend a whole lot of time there. I guess, I don't know what I was expecting. I thought they would be there longer, maybe because they, they recommended, <clears throat> like I told you uh, in the last episode, they recommended the lunchbox fund as, um, as one of the charities to donate for instead of sending more gifts to them. And so I don't know, I was, I was all ready for them to meet the people at the lunchbox. It was nice. I mean, I'm not saying that it was like, it wasn't bad or anything. I was just, I don't know. I was expecting something different, but they weren't there that long, but it was a nice thing. And they met the, the, the women that run the lunchbox fund and they provide nutritious meals for the, um, the ways for change, uh, South African schools and rural communities. So they do a good thing, the Lunchbox Fund. It's keep donating to the Lunchbox Fund now. Like even if, you know, the the uh, Global Sussex Baby Shower is all the way over, but you can still donate to the Lunchbox Fund because they do a lot of good work. Um, they also did their first interview since baby Archie was born. 
they did an interview with Max Foster of CNN and Rhiannon Mills of, I believe she worked for Sky News. And um, so it was a pool interview. So every they did the interview with those two. And then um, everybody else, they gave everybody else the, the clips and everything. So you're going to see these clips all over the place, all the news stations. Um, you know, this is a nice thing. Harry and Meghan speaking to the media, actually getting their own words out there so it's not just a source said or a representative said it's like actually them and it's not just something that is like caught on video um from some media member who's like at an event it's actually them getting asked questions and you know being able to speak for themselves for for once so i like that i hope that continues um you know we got sound bites yesterday we get sound bites today so that is really nice um Oh, and they, they, the, what they spoke about in it, you should go watch it. It's not that long. Um, I believe it was like less than two minutes, the interview, the interviews that they did. But, um, Harry did something that I think was very important. And he, um, he, he talked about the importance of differentiating between mental health and mental illness. And I think that's something, um, he's gotten criticized, uh, criticized for, you know, in the past, well, not that far in the past, like recently, um, and William gets it too, is they talk about mental health as just sort of this umbrella topic so that, you know, it's like mental health, we all need to talk about it. And it's like, no, there's mental health, which, you know, we're all, we all need to think about, we're all affected, our mental health, all of our mental health is affected by the things that go on around us. But there's actual mental illness, you know, people have actual mental like diagnosable um mental illnesses and that needs to be that needs to be talked they they can both be talked about at the same time but those they they both need to be mental illness needs to be talked about separately um and it needs its own separate attention so i think i like that he he pointed that out and he you know stressed the importance of differ, differentiating that you know these terms are not just interchangeable um you know things so yeah thumbs up to harry i really like that um another thing that they oh no after this harry went on his solo trip he couldn't go to seal island because of the weather um their their meetup with the waves for change got also got um like moved too because there were uh sandstorms and harry's trip to seal island got canceled and he just he had to go on a boat ride around cock um cock bay harbor because of the weather again so um so he went with the maritime unit and the royal marines to learn about the poaching in the area and the training that they do uh so yeah that's really important because one of the representatives for that for for them said that the poaching has been has been so bad that they're going to um in less than 10 years it'll be a a situation where people in the area will no longer be able to earn money um through the uh through fishing and all that so poaching very bad and harry learned more about it there's a (laughs) there's a great picture of harry when he gets off the boat um and it looks like his the front of his pants are wet it's like perfect it looks like he you know peed on himself um, and it's like perfectly because it's like right around his crotch <laughs> and down to both his legs. It's a great picture. Um, go look for it. It's funny. 
so he had to go change his clothes and they he and Megan met back up. Oh, how could I forget about this? We got to see them kiss. Mm, we got lucky. Somebody caught um, the lovebird smooching before they went, you know, before Megan went back to Archie and to change her clothes and Harry went on his maritime adventure. So they met back up to go to the second stop, which is the Owl, the Owl Masjid Mosque. Um, it's the oldest mosque in South Africa. Um, they saw, I believe it's the er, like a, the earliest um, written version of the um, the Quran. I, th- I might have that wrong, but it's like a really old version of the Quran that's like very important to them. And so at the mosque, they met interfaith leaders and children to hear about programs they have to combat xenophobia, racism and fears of different religions and to promote the diversity in the area. Um, because this area has been having a lot of, um, you know, xenophobia based attacks, um, apparently. So this meetup is supposed to, you know, get rid of the, um, get rid of the stigma, you know, surrounding, uh, different religions and, you know, just promote people coming together. Today, um, somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody who was interviewed said that, you know, just Harry and Meghan deciding to do this, to come to the mosque and to meet up with these people, it, it would, would do go a long way to help changing the stigma and to, you know, lowering the crime, I hope. Um, you know, hopefully this was a good thing that, but, it, you know, this was such a, it was such a happy day. It was also Heritage Day in South Africa. Um, so it was like a really festive mood. <clears throat> it was really nice. You know, the meeting up at the mosque and everybody was so, you know, everybody was just really sweet. So after they went to the mosque, they had, um, they met up with a family to have tea at their house. I believe the Samsodian um I believe that's the name. I, f- I don't, I forget, but I think it was the Samsodian family. They met up and had tea at their house. And oh my God, they had so much good food <laughs> sitting there. People were taking pictures of the food and posting it online. And I'm like, oh my God, stop it. Uh, like I need to go to South Africa just to eat whatever they have down there. They had like these pastries that looked really good. And Harry and Megan didn't eat any of them. <laughs> They wasted food, you guys. They wasted all that good food. Um, those women were cooking and they wanted Harry and Megan to eat. But, you know, I think they ate before they got there. So <sighs> whatever. Somebody sent me some of whatever they those um, those Kesters or Kisters. I forget. I don't know what they're called, but they look good um, in the pictures that I saw. So somebody send me some of those or tell me how to make them. Show me how I can make those for myself. Um, because they looked damn good anyway. So yeah, they went to, they met at the mosque. They spoke to, um, the lead, the interfaith leaders there, and then they had the tea. Um, and then they went on a little, a mini walkabout around, um, Bo, Cap is this was what the, like the city is called or the township. And, um, 
And they did it during the Heritage Day like parade. So there was like dancing all around and a whole bunch of music. And it was just like this bright and lively place. Uh, the buildings all around are painted in these bright colors because uh, after the slaves were freed, they, you know, they all you know, got these properties and they painted their house, houses, all of these bright colors as sort of a, you know, a sign that they were they were free now. And um, because all of the houses, the rule or the law was that all of the houses had to be white. And so, yeah. They painted all their houses and now it's like this beautiful place where it's just all these bright colored houses and buildings all around. It's, you know, it's a beautiful thing. So they did a walkabout for that. And um, one of the people that they had tea with uh, was interviewed about Harry and Meghan, I believe, by it was either Keir Simmons or Max Foster, some British person that works in the United States now. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. I can't, I couldn't tell them apart on the video. Might've been Max Foster. Doesn't matter. I retweeted it and it's on my timeline somewhere. You can go see it if you'd like. Um, so a woman was interviewed and she just talked about how down to earth and normal Harry and Meghan were and how they were just like happy new parents. And they spoke about Archie. Um, Archie is apparently a very good traveler. He's not too fussy. And he likes sleeping on Harry's chest. <laughs> like, this is like the most, like, doesn't matter thing in the world. And all of us just were like collectively like, oh, he likes to sleep on his daddy's chest. Like, I don't know. I'm guessing all kids <laughs> probably do like to sleep on one of their parents' chests. Um, whatever. Archie's the best. And I'm not going to take that away from anybody. We're all going to collectively... <sighs> just be soft and pink and love it until we get to see him again. <clears throat> uh, and so the final stop for them was a reception at the British high commissioner's residence. Um, they met community leaders and young people. And it was the whole meeting was about demonstrating the modern ties between the UK and South Africa and so um, two kids, they they won um, the Points of Light Awards. And the little girl, I believe her name was Jade, said that Megan was like a big inspiration for her ever since she saw the video online of Megan's um, protest against that um, that sexist commercial, that sexist uh uh, dishwashing liquid commercial so that inspired her she's trying to save the oceans the little boy that one is trying to save rhinos um so yeah the kids are all right you guys um yeah well we need them to be all right because shit is fucked up so fingers crossed for all the kids that are going to hopefully save us maybe i don't know <sighs> who knows shit is crazy <clears throat> um so fashion corner Megan was really good today. She quite a few rewears. Um, two of her, two of the three outfits that she wore were, I believe, both were complete rewears. All of all, the entire, both entire outfits were rewears. And um, she is just really on the fashion tip. Is has been just out of this world for this tour so far. We're only on day two. But she has been great. She has not put a foot wrong as far as the fashion goes. Um, everything has been 
pretty affordable and what's not you know like affordable for the regular person is a rewear um and so yeah if you wanted to see me can i just say this i don't want to get this too long but people have been going on and on about megan rewearing things and i want her to i want her to rewear her stuff too but she was getting a lot of shit for that like last year and into this year for having new clothes but it's like you guys she has been pregnant for most of like for a long time she got preg- she got married in may of 2018 she got they announced her pregnancy in october of 2018 and then she was pregnant until may of this year um so yeah there wasn't a whole lot of chance for her to rewear a ton of stuff she did rewear some of her she she has reworn some of her stuff but there hasn't been uh you know a whole lot of chance for her to rewear so now she's doing it so good for her uh i like all the choices that she made she wore denim on denim to the beach this morning um a denim madewell jacket a pair of denim a black denim jeans that I believe were from mother. Um, I think, and those were a rewear too. I believe those were the jeans that she wore to, uh, where'd she wear them to? I forget. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Madewell jacket. Um, she wore a Madewell tote bag that, I don't know. I was wondering like, what does she have in that bag? Because usually when the Royal women carry around bags, there's like nothing in them. Um, but she wore a big tote, so I'm thinking there had to be something in there, right? What was in Megan's bag? Uh, we'll never know. So, um, yeah, she wore, and she wore a pair of flats that she wore to polo this year. Um, the mahogany flats. I like those flats. Uh, I gotta go check those out, see if I can find those in my size. Um, she wore a white linen blouse today. A lot of people were identifying it. I was reading in quite a few articles that she wore the Misha Nonu um, smart set blouse. That was not the smart set blouse. That was like a linen blouse from um, J. Crew, uh, I think. So, yeah, that was a rewear as well. On to the mosque, she wore a um, an olive green maxi dress by Staud um and a cream headscarf and the sam edelman flats the cream sam edelman flats that she wore was that yesterday like stuff starts to blend for me so yeah she looked really nice i believe that the the outfit she wore to the mosque was like my least favorite it was complete it was i mean it's a nice dress it was completely appropriate for the mosque and she wore um a cream headscarf you know to be respectful while she was in there and it was like you know, it was all just very nice. That was just my least favorite dress. I don't like that dress that much. Uh, but she rewore the Martin Grant maxi dress that she wore to the beach. Uh, in what was was it Bondi Beach? I believe it was Bondi Beach uh, last year while they were on tour in Australia. So this is the second time that she's reworn something that I like better this time than I liked the first time she wore it. Like yesterday, it was the blue dress that she rewore from the tour last year. And today, it's this Martin Grant, like, striped maxi dress that she wore to the beach. I mean, it was an... I thought it was an okay dress. It wasn't one of my favorites. But today, when she wore when she wore it, I just... I don't know. It was just... It, it looked... 
so much more maybe i didn't like it because she it was it's such a long dress like obviously a maxi dress but when she was walking on the beach she had to keep picking it up because she had to take her shoes off while she was on the beach so the dress is like seems even longer when she doesn't have um her wedges on and it was just yeah it was overwhelming I think when it was on the beach, it felt like an overwhelming dress. But tonight it was really nice. Her hair was all out and flowing and it was very beautiful. So, um, yeah, she looked really good today. I really liked I liked everything that she wore. Um, so tomorrow is uh, another it's a slower day. They're, Harry and Meghan are going to start the day by meeting Archbishop Desmond Tutu and his wife at the Legacy Foundation. And then they are going to split their schedules. Harry is going to be traveling to Botswana in the afternoon and Meghan is going to go to the Woodstock Exchange to meet female entrepreneurs. Um, and then um, on Thursday is just going, is going to be... Um, yeah, we're going to see how this works, how the split schedules in different countries is going to work with the media and all that, because they both have things planned over the next two days. So this should be very, very interesting. So that is it. This is shorter than the last episode, I think. I hope. Maybe it's not. Um, <laughs> I'll keep working on this. Maybe Over the next 10 days or eight days, however many more days there is. Um, I will get this right. So, um, yeah, until tomorrow, everybody. Bye.